real for real, real shit. Somebody took your soundboard. Yes, nigga. If it was you, man, listen. Just know, I, just know, I got niggas in these streets. I know for bro, you think I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> 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 this, this nigga's good man. <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta do me like that? <laughs> The Monstars, jeez. The Monstars of Fuckboys is an amazing name for the Year Legion of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it, okay? You know, for a Juice has after Nah, Juice is locked down. Juice ain't even courting. He is locked in. Juice wanted to take that bra to Ruth Chris and sold the soundboard. Don't let that nigga lie to you. Don't do my nigga like that. He ain't got to sell nothing to take nobody to root, Chris. No, juice, juice my nigga for real. I got <clears throat> hats, but I, you know what I'm saying? What you got on today? You got on dad uh, dad accessories? You got a trucker hat on? You got a dad? <laughs> what your shoes talking about? <laughs> yeah, I got some boots. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, the boot scooting boogie boots, huh? <laughs> That's what I call my Crocs. They said they barbershop, and I thought I was getting joked on, but I couldn't tell. <laughs> That's the worst when you can't tell if somebody fired you up. Lemon pepper step is you. It's, it can be used. It's interchangeable. That's what I'm saying. Either they be like, oh shit, that nigga boots clean as hell, or it's, I don't know. <laughs> They was probably clowning the fuck out of your ass, to be honest. No, I be fine. I be fucked up, though. So I know ain't nobody finna come like that. Plus, I know, dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Coming in my crib to cut my hair, but you be charging so much for crib cuts. Damn. Bougie. That's some exclusive shit. Ain't it? What you want me to do? Get out of here and fucking get my hair cuts with the best? The best? We forgot you were in a different tax bracket. In purgatory, though. Hey, send me $20, though, since you got it. For what? <laughs> you asking too many questions. It's considering an investment. Don't niggas like you be investing in shit? You on the Bitcoin? Nah, you know that nigga Thomas be drinking alkaline water and shit. <laughs> he be drinking that black water, that BLK. Okay. See, when y'all get together, why I gotta get fired up this time? The other day, the other day, this nigga texted me and I was uh, firing the boat. He's like, "You must be with fucking Kim." I was like, "Nigga, she don't make me." A- I love that. I love that you think that I influence him in that way. Power of black women. We out here. All right, you know what? I will get that to the power of black women. That, yeah. That's that's totally what it is. <laughs> Tom is out here. Just watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, we did. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, we did. It was. Um, it, was it ain't really fucked me like that though. You know, my mom and where my family from. So I. I you already knew. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. Not, it wasn't nothing. Uh, no new knowledge for you. I tried to be. Uh, I was more blown away by the acting. Yeah, the acting was amazing. Yeah, same. That 
insane. Like, I, you never heard this shit like that. Like, that nigga acted his ass off. You talking about uh, Daniel Kaluuya or uh, Lakeith Stanfield? Both of them. Even the lightning. Yeah. 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 You know, it's also crazy. What a terrible <laughs> the nigga that tried that helped kill uh, Fred Hampton, they drugged him. I guess because he's from, he from Chicago, he couldn't pass up the opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you kind of, you kind of got to be in that movie if you' from there. This nigga still in our whole fucking podcast. True. <laughs> yeah. All right, we gotta go. We got shit hey. to do because it's blizzarding hey, out here, and I gotta get home. Why you say I'm court, nigga? <laughs> no, I'm not fucking you like. I mean, I guess that's technically court. Thomas, let me see your face. Turn the light on. Niggas always on FaceTime in the fucking dark. What's going on? I can't hear you. Oh, now you can't hear me. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> of course. Um, we just gonna start podcast. Yeah, let's just fucking start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that nigga Thomas is wild as fuck. I was straight thinking the other day. I was like, it ain't no way in hell he ever got. No, oh, he is going to be on the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, don't you ever in your black ass life hang up on me? You hung up on me. Dog, my phone was fucking up, so I was like, let me call him back. Nigga, did I call back? Get out of get out of them fucking Montgomery streets. They not doing you well. Actually, I'm moving back to Montgomery next month. I'm moving back by the rich folks. Oh wow, the white folks, I huh? I can't be out. No, niggas got money in Montgomery. It's like a retarded line. Yeah, this is true. It ain't as gay. Let me come be your roommate. That's the no, it's not. No woman's gonna believe that's my friend. <laughs> You're right. Niggas ne- bitches never believe that I'm the friend. Ever. No, no, what? No, 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 what are you talking about? That's where, that's where Juice met his bae. Yeah, I met her off Hinge. Shit, if Juice can meet women on Hinge, I can fucking tear her up. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, H I N G E, like the door hinge. Is that where it came from? I don't know. Um, oh, man, I, I for sure thought there was a D in that bitch. No, I, I deleted group me. Oh my god. I had too much shit on my phone. Like, oh God, nigga. like you're that nigga. why does everybody say that? He's kind of out here. I don't know. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you know. As you continue to grow, you either need group me or slack anyway. We, I'm he got slack. slack. We on slack. Yeah. No, we're just in the Black Huntsville channel. Yeah. And that should be oh, notifications out the ass. Yeah. I hate yeah. notifications now. <laughs> Nigga, I'm kind of a celebrity, bro. You yeah. put respect on I my don't name. know if you know who he is, but... <laughs> I fuck with y'all, though, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. 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 Like, I'm not
Listen, we making our I'm, way. I'm not even the nigga to keep y'all grounded. I want y'all to succeed. It's happening. I just it sucks ass. So the more y'all succeed, the less I can be on the show. No, uh, you just gotta quit being fucking ruthless. I told Kim, I was like, he ain't never gonna be on the fucking show again. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but no, like you just, you were like, man, no. I was like, man, I don't think Thomas ever gonna do this shit. I'm glad this shit came out good. This nigga. Oh, you talking about when y'all fired my ass up? It took a while to get over. I know you didn't talk to me for months, <laughs> nigga. Sensitive ass. Hey, listen, at least I'm man enough to say it. I could have lied. It's wet as hell outside here. It's just rain. It ain't even raining no more. It ain't even cold. You wanna plug this into this so we can. Wait up. <laughs> Ooh, that's what? a hard one. Um, Toxic. Oh, you know, I thought if mom was toxic, but then I got, for some reason, oh, baby, baby. Baby, one more time for sure. Hey, that is, I didn't realize I know that whole first verse. Um, Crazy. Um, crazy motherfucker when it starts. So I, so I don't know if we're going to... We're going to use anything earlier, but we got Thomas Glenn on the track. TG in the building. Thank you, Kim. TG. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This might be a short one because the way this weather looking. Yeah. God damn. Juice, what do you say your favorite Britney Spears track is? My favorite Britney Spears track is Toxic or... Uh, what's the one... All, all I want to do is hold you tight. The one she did on Jet Jackson. Oh, man. I was, oh, hell, I was the only nigga I knew who liked Toxic. Um, uh, Toxic is one of the greatest songs ever. Oops, I Did It Again, Womanizer, Circus, um, oh, Lucky. What's the one? Uh, I'm a Slave? I'm a Slave for You, Stronger, Baby One More Stronger Time. Stronger was a hit. You drive uh, me crazy. Amy? Huh? If, if you seek Amy. Oh, yeah. I love that one. I think that was... Was that not Circus? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know the names, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> Those are the black names of the song. <laughs> right. Hey, niggas still here. <laughs> you know, the names, are, the names of songs be the chords. Oh, we can't remember the the ballad. I'm not a girl, <laughs> not I'm yet a woman. woman. <laughs> <laughs> but we're crazy the times we lived through because that was the end of people perving on young girls like that. And yeah, that's acceptable because also you got to remember, folks was waiting to the Olsen twins. I forgot about oh, that. Yeah, yeah, like, that. What type of shit are you on as a grown man? They had like, websites counting down. Yeah. I just wonder, who was the nigga who thought, oh, as soon as they 18, they finna fuck me. Like, that's not how none of that works. And then also, in hindsight, because we were younger. Yeah. Also, twins were not hot. Bro, never. They didn't age well either. Like, at one point, when they hit, like, 21, they were looking old as hell. That's that years of partying. Well, yeah, they were definitely on that coke life. Like, when I found out the Scarlet Witch was their sister, I was like, damn, she took all their looks. 
but that's but they also part of that genre, not like that no more because I don't want ass and teeth. But that was also part of the whole uh, anorexia use, bulimia and shit. Mm-hmm. Didn't he he Heath Ledger died in one of their houses? I can't remember. Really, I didn't yeah. know that he OD'd in maybe Mary Kate's house. I did not know that. They always look like aliens, like the aliens from uh, Men in Black. <laughs> the ones that work in the uh, the coffee room. <laughs> yes, sir. That's what they. Uh, ain't got no city, so I'm out. So, what do you think about the whole Britney Spears uh, conservative ship thing? Uh, that's it's wild as hell for somebody as big as Britney to be going through that shit, and it not it's just now in twenty twenty one being addressed. She yeah, because she been I, going through I, it for years. I, if I would have found out about that shit in twenty ten, like I would have done something. It's just I think that's been happening. But I mean, that's also like. <laughs> The conversation we had the last time you were on about the mental health thing, we didn't know. We just thought it was like, oh, Regular she's crazy. Celebrity shit. Like, she just hit her. Like, she's just a rock star. Her crazy moment. Right. I feel bad because I used to praise Captain Federline. Yeah. Did you? For well, what? Yeah. How many times have Nick the losses with the divorce? No. I mean, he is a divorce legend. And finally, a Come at her sanity. Yeah, man, we grew up in some toxic times. We bro. did, bro. That's Apparently, her relationship with Justin Timberlake was toxic too. But we'll talk about him also. Bro, what? Um, I was. I take it y'all fuck with Kev on stage, right? Yeah, yeah, I love Kev on stage. I've seen he got one podcast you do with this other girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all, so you Here's saw the that, thing. Yes. So you saw that Justin Timberlake's first album, I think it's Justified, yeah. was originally supposed to be written for Michael Jackson. Yeah, the Neptunes made it for Mike, and he turned him down. And nigga, that's the only JT people fuck with. Uh, no, Future Sex and Love Sounds is a classic. And uh, 2020 Experience, both of them was a hit. Yeah. Maybe that's it. It's just that man on the wood shit. I ain't here for that shit. Yeah, we only fuck with that Chris Stapleton song. Touches my fucking soul, so maybe. But that video is so toxic and high. That was the one about Britney. Yeah, and the chick looked yeah. like Britney. Yeah, I guess we was amping that shit up like it was a Chicago disc record. Too. <laughs> I know. Like, ooh, have you heard Crabby a River? <laughs> have you seen the visuals, nigga? Talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and looking back at it, we were all contributing to this fucking broads. Demise. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I don't want to. We I, didn't I know, wanna, though. She is white, though, so I don't want to get too far on her side. And then I find out she was a huge Trump supporter and I look like a fool. So she's I'm actually like, a socialist. Is she? She's Christ. Yeah. Because she uh, had some tweets a couple of months ago. People were like, Britney is with the shits. Like, she was like BLM and everything. Oh, I didn't even know she was on social media doing anything. She has some kind of... I see her every now and then, like, on Instagram. Like, she was reposting, like, some communist, socialist shit. And people are like, my my uh, government is killing me. <laughs> Bro, Britney Spears is so embedded in my childhood. I don't care whatever she looks like. I'm going to try it. You know what I'm saying? 
Like I got that much love for her that I, I mean, she could get, she could be six hundred pounds on the fucking TV show, and I'm still gonna be like, nigga, that's Britney Spears. Six hundred pounds. Like, that is Britney Jean Spears. Her middle name. Yeah, she southern as fuck. Definitely Jean. She from the sip, dog. Her parents didn't know she was gonna be a boy or a girl, huh? Let's get one of each. <laughs> um, speaking of Britney, like, um, we've talked about it, but she is definitely like a Janet, a child of Janet Jackson, mm-hmm. like Dan style and everything. Definitely. How we, how we got there? What'd you say? Tell me how we got there. Tell me what, what led y'all to that that uh, connect. Not on because truth be told. I never really fuck with Janet Jackson. I didn't understand how big she was. I really didn't. Yeah. And I, and I, now I get old and I find out she was that broad. And I yeah. had no clue. The only, the only Janet Jackson, I like two Janet Jackson songs. One features my. One features who? Just cut out. Are you in the motherfucking sticks? Poor connection. Okay, you're back. Okay, you said there's two two Janet songs. One is what? One is Scream, and the other one is I Get Lonely. Oh, yeah, you got to do your research, bro. Yeah, you got to dig a little deeper. Bro, like, you know me, if I'm awesome shit, I'm not going to try to get But if you're, a, if you're a Britney fan, you would love, like, Janet Jackson shit. Mm-hmm. I got introduced to Janet Jackson when I seen her titty at Super Bowl. Oh, man. Wait, you didn't know Janet Jackson until 2003? I knew of her. I didn't care to. And then I saw, oh, man, look at this titty with a nipple ring. Janet Jackson. My si- but, I mean, my sister is a Janet Jackson stan. All the music that I'm really a stan of is because my older sister was a stan of. I mean, I was put on to Janet because of Michael, which, I mean, musically, that's how it happened because he was the star first. But, I mean... But also, Janet's production was by Terry Jam. I mean, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who are Prince. So Tell that, me this: How many Hurt Woman songs did she have? She had complete albums. <laughs> really? So that's why you didn't. No, because most of my music, my R and B background, come from my mama. Listen to no shit. I'm surprised your mom wouldn't like Janet Jackson though. Now old is your mama? She she twenty years older than me. Oh, she had you at 20? Oh, she young yeah. as fuck. So Kim Gooden was teaching us at 30-something years old. In her mid-30s. That's what I'm saying, dog. She was a, a baby. That's wild. Yeah, it is. She I was thought, our age. I thought she was out here. That's what I'm saying. Like, we grew together. That's when we sit down and talk. We really be like, damn, dog. Like, because she, she got her Riverton job my kindergarten year. We might have to finish this tomorrow. Like a lot of yeah. things in our lives, the big changes in our lives, they all happen around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, when are you going to get a new job? Because I'm like, I'm waiting for you to get one. That lets me know I'm going to get one. <laughs> Damn. That, that's just how our lives work. Like, we really grew together. It's funny. It's like we raised each other, but she was just a parent. That's crazy. I didn't know she, I didn't know, I didn't know she had you young. No, she might have had me freshman year. Of college. At least she finished. Like, can you imagine? Coach Down is finished. Masters and doctor. Right. Because I don't care. Right. 
See, that's why she got a book out here on y'all ass. Right. No, bro, I got bitches all her shit for. Dang, that's crazy. That's what's up, though. I wish I had uh, young parents. I feel like my life would be different. <laughs> I have young, pa- I, I, I have young parents, but they old souls. Yeah, that's what I'm y'all could never truly bond me in the middle on music. Yeah, at a certain age, younger music just ain't good. That was never mom's. Yeah, no, nah, my parents. First of all, pff, my mama was not letting me listen to nobody's. Secular anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's why I fell in love with jazz, real shit, because I could listen to whatever. It was all church music. That's the only option I had. It was like jazz or like that. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna listen to this dope ass jazz. Yeah. Yo. You know, like one of the dopest times, I think it was the last time all of us, all the boys were home for one summer before, you know, we started spending summer off in college was when the uh, Jay Z and Con. Y'all sat there on the couch and listened to it. Man, I wish I could do that shit with my mom. Like, I remember when Otis dropped. We was like, oh, shit. Well, I didn't say, oh, shit. But, you know, we got to listen to this. Oh. So, you know, my mom, she's a lyricist anyway. Right. Very feminist. Like, she told me, like, she didn't really fuck with Tupac. Back when Tupac gear was real cool, I never had it. Like, he's a rapist. And I'm just like, oh, but Tupac. Like, but he raped a woman. But he, I, well, his this I'm go, clearly I'm not paying for the shirt, so I guess win. Right. This seems weird to uh, defend, but it was his friends that raped somebody. As trash as that sounds, birds of a feather. You're, no, you're right, but we didn't know about that shit till when? Till after he died. Yeah. Till so like we're like in her mind, you know, everything's word of mouth. You know. Growing up, then social media wasn't popping. Right. Black was popping, being Detective Vlad. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's just the truth for the matter. And I get it. Like, that's some other shit. Like, she tells me, she do Because I listen to everything. She don't fuck with the Rolling Stones. Why? Because it was one line where, like, I think Mix talking about all the different girls. And I think the line is black girls like to fuck all night. Oh, wow. And she that's a hard to, like, oh, we well, I mean, in, in in that time, I mean, I could see why she would take that to heart because black women are still over-sexualized, especially by men of other races. Definitely. Especially white men. We agreed how uh, NWA ruined rap. Uh, did we have this conversation last time? Yeah. Or you know, one of the times we had it. It was just you was Kim involved. No, I think Kim was yeah, yeah, because we talked about uh, Megan the Stallion. You no, know, because she was just like it was a bunch. Because she's from Chicago, talking about a bunch of fake gangsters. And that's when that shit really took off. Crime increased like a bitch because NWA. None of them niggas was really gangsters, but he said he wasn't really putting in no work for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so now guys, these niggas calling women every girl a bitch. Yeah. He remembers. But it changed because she was like, man, I, she was, she helped get Public Enemy to play at Alabama State. You know what I'm saying? It was a big legend. Okay. On that type of shit, and she said she'll never forget it. Uh, she, I think she just came back from Chicago or something, and one of my dad's friends picked her up. Playing too short. Like, what is this? Like, all this thing we do on top of you were big, was like this and the other. After she was like, damn, this shit didn't change. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Dang, I want to go to Chicago one day. I've been in like, a couple times. My fault. I didn't mean to go on that BKG rant. <laughs> um, that's my dog, though. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what were you talking? Oh, when you asked me how did I get to that, I was thinking because Justin Timberlake literally victimized both Janet Jackson and Britney Spears. And the nigga didn't apologize, right? He he apologized recently, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been almost 20 years since the Super Bowl thing. Yeah, what 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 was his apology? I didn't actually pay attention to the details. He was pretty much lightly acknowledging that he has white male privilege and that he has uh, done both Britney Spears and Janet Jackson wrong. Hmm. Janet took all the heat for that. Yeah, it ruined her. Like, she's... For years. She should be celebrated way more than she is. They not give her her flowers. They don't really give her her flowers the way I that mean, she should. They recognize her as you know an attractive woman and a sex symbol, but as far as like her actual music, music career, it's not. I would celebrated. I would put her discography up against almost everybody else, especially of her generation. She's doper than Madonna. We're just gonna go with other women of her generation. She's probably doper than. Sade, even though Sade is the band, also. Yeah, people don't know that shit. That's hilarious. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. Um, she, I love Sade, though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. People don't give Janet the flowers that she really needs. Like, mm. people, like, they they love that Janet album, but they don't go back and listen to like, Rhythm Nation or Control. Mm-hmm. I love Velvet Rope, also, but. It's so much doper, like Janet albums. Even to like All for You is a good, is a good album. Also, what it, it tied in a little bit to Sanity. I was at the gym on the elliptical, and they was playing the Whitney Houston special, and how so much of that the paparazzi. I guess you really only say Britney Spears really saw, and how that fucked with her too, but it never gets acknowledged. Yeah. They put a, they put most of it on Bobby. Yeah, deservingly so. I I think he's got an overshare of the blame. It was easier for them to be like this uh, black man is manipulating this pop princess, but she was toxic as fuck too. Yeah, definitely. Her image was her image was a little bit softer, but reality she was very damaging. Hood as fuck. Oof. Hood legend. Whitney Houston is a hood legend. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. That shit right there, I just never understood just getting success and then the drugs coming. Maybe I maybe I don't need to get to Apparently she was always into that party shit. It's just right. it just uh changed after she uh Well it you know, it did it did worse than it did to most people. It took her fucking voice. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You gotta think Whitney Houston did was it the national anthem so good? People played it before games. Like that's how mm-hmm. fucking. Now I know he didn't listen to the <laughs> <laughs> to the heart and soul episode. Ooh God, yeah. Oh yeah, you got to finish listening. To, you got to finish listening to that. Y'all know me. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be multiple trips before I get through one. <laughs> I can't be at work mad as hell, not at work shit. <laughs> 
We ain't been on the super woke shit lately. We've been like just chilling. Yeah, yeah. We've been we've been on some regular shit. It ain't it ain't been no rah rah shit lately. Like I don't I don't give a fuck about any politics right now. Me neither. I don't have the energy. Trump going the nigga exhaled. Ooh. I know it's like <laughs> woo motherfucking saw bitch. It's just Ooh. like on Twitter niggas are trying to get Joe Biden out the pay today. I was like, I don't uh, give a fuck. Right. <laughs> yeah, that about stimulus. I'm like, nigga, Trump is gone. <laughs> right. The wicked witch is dead, and y'all niggas is talking about Dorothy A do everything on your wish list, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Something you want to talk about. Where's my money? Like, nigga, what you done did for the money? How you gonna win if you never want to risk nothing? Show some titties. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't want Kim to get stuck here, but it sucks that you finally decided to talk to us on a night that a snow apocalypse is happening. Yeah, I for sure was not expecting you to answer your phone. My fault. Y'all niggas called me. I'm always here to call unless I'm in the paint. Hey, now we know. You know what I'm saying? I definitely didn't think you were going to answer, especially FaceTime. I was like, he's not going to pick up for no FaceTime. Uh, but now I know you a real nigga. Real niggas answer their FaceTime. No, really, though, it's, it's nighttime because I ain't got a haircut. I for sure wouldn't answer. <laughs> this nigga wild. When did That's you become such a princess? Because I care about my image, Kim. Hmm. Nigga, it's just me. That's what you say. What if you would have been with a bunch of your fucking uh, my, uh, girls you doll faces up and I'm out here looking homeless about the face? Why you? You know, my bad. Was I getting too real? No, nah, this shit is actually hilarious. No, but I got to go on some real shit. It's getting real out here outside. Yeah. We need to get us a, a, a group chat going. I do like to discuss social issues with people I fuck with. Y'all I mean, know my- we all got iPhones, <laughs> so we can easily like just make a thread. Yeah, like uh, you know, I can talk to the same people about what the fuck's going on. But <laughs> <laughs> don't feel the same about Britney Spears like I do. Nigga, oh, y'all yeah. see doing the Britney? Ah, uh, yeah, dumb broad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We talked about this a little bit last week, but it's easier to talk to Kim about shit because she ain't gonna be like, "Oh, you pussy ass nigga," like you out here having a boat. Oh, I'm gonna stop at the dollar store. <laughs> All right, all right. I'll talk to you later, nigga. All right, bro. All right. All right, for our marathon episode. <laughs> Hour six. Right. <laughs> the blizzard episode. <laughs> Snowed in. Um so yeah. So I decided to watch Judas and Black Messiah. And for one, the acting was amazing. Yeah. Definitely. From jump, like everybody was dope in it. Keith Stanfield opened that bitch up acting his ass off. I was like, okay, 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 okay. (laughs) I was kind of nervous when I saw he was cast. I'm not even going to lie. Why? Um, Because I feel like I've only seen him in very specific roles, and none of them have been like this one. He's a chameleon, though. 
He's been in so many like crazy things where you don't even think about. Damn, that's like Keith Sanfield. Well, maybe just me, but I feel like I only see him in like the black hipster type or the weird black guy roles. Or that's who he is in real life. That is who he is. In real life. <laughs> He's uh, but he was in Dope. He played the gangster in Dope. Yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. Dope was such a good movie. He was in Knives Out. I didn't see that. It's really good. Um, he was in. I kind of want to watch it again, to be honest. He was in Selma. He played Jimmy Lee Jackson. I didn't see Selma. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. I feel like he he's a really good actor. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya is an amazing actor, also. Gotta be honest, though. The voice of Fred Hampton wasn't a big fan of at first. Mm. It was like, oh, this. But like, it grew on me. Yeah. Because it was just like, yeah, I know how Fred Hampton sounds. <laughs> uh, but Daniel Kaluuya is amazing. Uh, the girl who played his uh, girlfriend is fucking amazing, too. Yeah, I was just going to say, what is her name? She was in that movie, Project Power, with Jamie yep. Foxx. And um, she was in some other shit that I cannot think of. Another Netflix thing. But yeah, she definitely did an amazing job. Um, What's his name? Is is it Alston Sanders? The dude that was in uh, Moonlight that played... Middle-aged uh, Fred, or he played middle-aged black Ashton Sanders. That's it. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's the Panther that got shot. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing actor too. Yeah, he is. Um, I feel like. Bro, we've talked about it before, but it's a, a renaissance in blackness going on right now. Another one. Yeah. And, but you know what? I feel like black renaissances always tend to happen around tragedy, though. And yeah. last summer's protests and resurgence of Black Lives Matter movements, I feel like definitely brought that about. Yeah. The, it brought in the new wave of it because it kind of started dying out and then it it hit full force again yeah heavy so also now to where it's not even just black actors but this movie was directed by a black man mm-hmm. and you you can tell when black people direct other black people in movies like when they're really in their cinematography mm-hmm our our skin just looks, looks different. different. It'd be so like luminous like, yeah. and just like even in darker scenes, our skin just stands out. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 That's, like that's how I feel. Um God, I was just saying that about either somebody's photography or film. I think it was photography. Even with like Gordon Parks, who's like the goat, 
black skin just looks beautiful when he the way he shot it. I think I was I was making that note when I was posting that photo of my great granddad um at the beginning of the month. Yeah. The one that that was yeah. called Big Daddy. The one with the him in overalls or whatever. And I was just looking at his skin. I was just like black people's skin always just like photographs so well. That's why I always thought it was crazy and such a anti-black remark of my college professor to tell me that black skin didn't photograph well in black and white. I know you just don't know how to do it. Sir, this is this was a white man from Mississippi too. So there was that. Uh not to shit on your home. You should not white people. Um, but yeah, like the the whatever treatment they used yeah definitely was amazing let me see who is the cinematographer of that because they they deserve oscars cinematography plays such a big role in what a movie comes out like sean bobbitt he might be a white man too just that that feel because it still had that like gritty raw feel but also because of the color palettes and stuff that was used you could still be placed in another decade yeah also they made chicago look and feel like the 60 or late 60s early 70s chicago straight up like it was like these niggas got a time machine yeah and went back and was like yo we gonna shoot a movie in the fucking year. Yeah. Okay. So the cinematographer he also did for Widows. Apparently, he works a lot with uh, Steve McQueen because he also did Twelve Years a Slave. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Old Boy by Spike Lee. Uh, the Place Beyond the Pines. Who? That's a good movie too. Okay, so he got a lot of skin in the game. Yeah. And then he's working on The Harder They Fall, which comes out later this year, which is a Western with black people. You got Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Zazie Beetz, Lakeith Stanfield, Delroy Lindo, and Regina King. Okay. And it's going to be on Netflix. And I am down for it. Guarantee you Regina King and Idris Elba are going to be the ones in the love story. Gots to be. <laughs> They're gonna be love interests. They gonna be touching and fucking. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to <laughs> back to the movie, right? <laughs> um, yeah, the cinematography was really good. Um, I felt like some people. Uh, you gotta Twitter is not good for certain things. Mm-mm. Oh, this movie is about to snitch. Shut the fuck up. You know what? On my side of Twitter, I didn't see a whole lot of Judas and the Black Messiah notes. Thank God. I unfortunately live in partially woke Twitter. Yeah. And I'd be seeing that shit and be like, I hate you niggas. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I saw um, people talking about, I mean, this is a movie about Fred Hampton. It's more about the snitch. It's like, have you niggas ever not have you ever watched a fucking movie no 
They like they be like expect I don't think people watch No, I don't think they do. Because they be like, I mean, it didn't have this, this, and this. It's a fucking movie. I think people specifically watch certain things or highly anticipated things with the intent to critique them without actually just watching them. They don't for the storyline. No. They don't look at it as art. They look at it as just entertain me. Mm-hmm. And if it ain't got everything I want, it fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. It's perfectionist fallacy. Yeah. But so that's exactly what it is. Gang gang. Niggas and knowing things. <laughs> knowing things. Um but yeah. So I saw people talking about that. But I felt like the movie actually worked better. I don't want to see a Fred Hampton biopic. I'm a, I've seen Fred Hampton documentaries, and I like documentaries of getting to know historical figures better than biopics. Mm. Because biopics never do justice to them. Mm. But they used enough of it, and they played the two characters off each other so fucking well. Also, the title was fucking perfect. Because the allusions to Jesus mm-hmm. were so fucking dope. Mm-hmm. Even though they didn't really go into like how young he was, but it was just about this charismatic figure and the way you see people looking at him. The influence. Like when you watch it on screen, just watching the people in the audience there, the way they show them looking at him. It's like he is the Messiah. Yeah. And like all Messiah figures, you know, that comes at a tragic end. You can you can also tell that like Jesus comparison though to or not Jesus, but what's the word I'm looking for? Messianic figure. Deity, you know, when um when he was talking to what did he say to what was Lakeith's character's name? Uh Bill. Bill O'Neill. It was I think it was when he had gotten out of jail he said something like you know I couldn't do this without you or something along those lines and like he teared up yeah and it's just like oh man like like oh when they were talking about like yeah this brother over here was working hard like he was the main one down here mm-hmm. and then like yeah the approval of Fred to his peers yeah was, was like major and they protected him like the disciples down to I can't remember her name, the uh, the one that first thought Bill was a snitch, mm-hmm. and like she was with it, and I thought about it, like almost like the Mary Magdalene, mm. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just very well rounded, very well scripted, well shot, um very well fleshed out um there were definitely things that stuck with me like when he was in the classrooms and they had that um politics versus war yeah that was dope that always stands out to me like politics is war without bloodshed war is politics with bloodshed i was like dang that nigga spitting. That's deep. <laughs> Let me write that down. Right. That nigga spitting. Um, but yeah, I I just love looking back into things like that. Also, um black shit. I like the way 
they um it's the the subtlety of things that like I'm trying to think the scene that I feel like uh Daniel Kool-Aid is gonna win the Oscar for is when he goes in he goes in that rally after uh he's out of jail mm-hmm. and he's walking up the steps and it shows like the crowd going in. Like I got like goosebumps. I was like, this shit is yeah. epic. There was a couple times I got goosebumps too. And he when he's giving the speech and it's like, man, this is dope as fuck. Yeah. And then you're like kind of being like, man, I would have this nigga would have had me out in the streets too. But you can and at that moment though, you could kind of tell that he was he had a sense of like air to him though like when he was speaking like more than any of the other yeah. times he had a nobility in him mm-hmm. that was there and that's also where it's almost like the you see the Christ dynamic again cuz it's almost like that's almost the sermon on the mount mhm like he's walking up and then like it's like he becomes the messiah mm. And then everybody in there, it's just like when the guy, the FBI guy is talking about Bill, he was like, I I watched you and I paid attention. And it's like, no, that nigga was believing. Yeah. He believed in the Messiah. Mm -hmm. He He wasn't a double agent at that point. And it was just like... One thing I still... This is why I think I need to rewatch it. But, um... When Bill was having that nightmare mm-hmm. of basically himself killing himself, but it was himself as the, the fake FBI undercover, agent. yeah, agent. Mm-hmm. What was that dichotomy actually like? What What do you think that came from in his subconscious? I felt like it was. First off, his old self coming back to haunt himself. And then I also felt like. Do you feel like he felt like he wasn't proving himself enough as a member of the Black Panther Party or. He kept trying to overcompensate for that, though. It's even like where he did the thing to where he made the whole scene about like, well, like, yeah, lucky I wasn't around. I would have killed that nigga. Yeah. It's like it's overcompensation because you know that he, people are looking at you. Right. Or even it seemed like people weren't even looking at him, but he was looking at himself, making himself look so obvious. Mm. Um, I also feel like there was a slight thing of being like. Not so much black on black crime, but like we tear down each other. Mm. So the idea of him, his literal self killing his other self also played into that he was literally fucking over Fred yeah. and the whole movement. That movie, man, that's a good movie. It's a good movie. movie. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I started to rewatch it that, uh, actually today before we uh, started just to like prepare. Like, because it's it's stuff I know I missed. Mm, me too. But, yeah. I couldn't shake the religious imagery of it. Which I wouldn't... I won't find that offensive. 
I do want to know if anybody would find that offensive the way that I'm sure somebody will. Somebody I'm sure always. some nigga will. <laughs> some nigga. Somebody always ready to write a motherfucking think piece. <laughs> a manifesto. <laughs> um, but it was so like it made sense. If they had made like you had to make him likable like this. Mm. You had to make him this martyr and understand it. Because Chicago loves that nigga. He's their figure. For sure. To where people are like, nah, if you ain't got this, this, and this, we ain't fucking with it. Also, it's kind of like I know I knew this going in, but the fact that 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 dude was playing Bobby Rush the entire time too. Because Bobby Rush is in Congress still. Like his homie, the dude with the glasses. Yeah, that's Bobby Rush. Okay. So Bobby Rush and with the he had the slight like turn. Yeah. In his mouth. Bobby Rush and uh, Fred Hampton are the co-founders of this, the Illinois Black Panther Party. Bobby Rush is still in Congress. I didn't know that. The only campaign. That Barack Obama has ever lost was to Bobby Rush for Congress. Oh, okay. The more you know. <laughs> like, OG stat. Like, Bobby Rush beat the brakes off Obama. Damn. Because he's legit. Yeah. You a, you a panther. You, You've been out here. You a Fred Hampton's homie. Yeah. Ooh. Hey, it's like weird. Like, because they never just go out and be like, yeah, Bobby, Bobby Rush, but it's like if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So this is like that's why I like that last scene where he's like, uh, "Yeah, I'm gonna go home with the family." He leaves. It was like, yeah, Bobby Rush could have died in that house too. True. Yeah, it was a great movie. I really appreciated it. Um, <laughs> the album. Not so much though. <laughs> like like I said, I don't know if I'll leave it in. I don't want to listen to Pooh Shiesty when I'm thinking about Fred Hampton. No, that, that just it just was not the right meshing of two worlds. Could have done without it. Could have done without it. Um, should have been some Anthony Hamilton on there. I feel like yeah, that, like. This who should have been on the soundtrack. <laughs> this should be fun. It should have been like Anthony Hamilton. Have a little music on it. Definitely D'Angelo. Oh, for sure. Definitely D'Angelo. Oh, for sure. D'Angelo was built to make a song that sounded like it was made in the 60s, early 70s. Absolutely. Um, uh, some Leon Bridges. Yeah. For the, you know, the love scene, the cute right. little. I do like the her song. Absolutely, for sure. I'm, I, everything her does. Hey, I love it. Can't disagree with it. Um, who else should have been in? I mean, you gotta have some Curtis Mayfield in there. Well, yeah. they did in the movie. They did have the impressions in there. Mm-hmm. See, are they gonna release the actual soundtrack? They got to. Let me see. Because I just feel like that would be a little bit more enjoyable than... The album. Right. Yeah. 
I think they are because even with Black Panther, they released the actual like mm-hmm. the, the one, score. That, and that was made by that Ludwig Ludwig Goranson one. Mm-hmm. That's that nigga that be making stuff with Childish Gambino. That nigga's young icon living. <laughs> um. I've been trying to flatten these stickers out for weeks. <laughs> it's a game at this point. Yeah, I think they they have the score on here too. Yeah, we just needed we needed some old gritty voices. Yeah. On on this. Even though uh also Fred Hampton Jr. is uh on the album, mm-hmm. I saw that. That's got to be weird. I can't. I can't imagine. I wonder if he's ever been to therapy. I'm sure he had to, because that he he would be like our parents' age, or close to it, right? Yeah, he's a couple years younger. My mom is born December twenty ninth, nineteen sixty nine. Yeah. So he's in his 50s Yeah It's crazy I just Man and then what sucks too is like I can't even imagine being pregnant During that time especially by like The, the Black Panther himself It's just like it was I know it was foreshadowing for good reason but it was so weird when, like, she was like, she read the poem, mm-hmm. and it's just like, man. And this nigga Fred just like, I mean, if I gotta die, I gotta die. Yeah, it's just like I don't think I could be involved with a nigga that's just ready to die. <laughs> this nah. is kind of scary, honestly. I do also wonder how much of that was his actual youth. He was twenty one. I'm willing to bet that. It's pretty spot on. Because I, like, I, I'm not a Fred Hampton or nothing. <laughs> but I've, I remember <clears throat> when I was younger, I always assumed that I would die early. I think a lot of people with depression assume that. Exactly. So I don't know if it was just that. <laughs> But even with uh, we haven't talked about any serious issues the last any uh, we talked about serious stuff last week. But, uh, did you see any of the AOC live stream where she was talking about describing Yeah, that or when she was talking about how why she was triggered about the sexual assault because when they she heard the people when they bust in the Capitol looking for her. Mm-hmm. When she was talking and she was like, she had to make peace and she was like, if the worst happens right now, people will carry it on. And it's just like, that's a weird feeling. Yeah. And to have that peace of mind to be like, if I die, people will do the work. And my work won't basically die in vain. For her, to, for her to even be able to have that mindset during that whole scenario, 
is kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, but she even said that she had so many thoughts at once. And she said she had tunnel vision. And the funny thing was Katie Porter, who's another congressman who I also stand. It's the uh, she's a white lady that always uses the whiteboard when she's reading those people in Congress. She or her clips be all over Twitter or whatever. Hmm. But uh, she said AOC ran up to her like she didn't know what was going on. And like her peoples were like dilated and she was in like fully fight or flight mode. Hmm. And it was just like she kind of course like she cooperated basically the other side of what AOC like just seeing how she was acting. That's ah. scary. Yeah. And then the other thing is to know that she's a survivor and to know you see some of the nasty and this terrible things people say about her. Especially about like for no reason. Like even down to like the way people are strangely attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And they can't shake that she's gorgeous. And then all the the terrible like rape things that they say about her. And to know that she's a survivor. I've seen people just flat out hate her for no reason. Like, oh, I can't stand that bitch AOC. Like, for what? What but is they, she doing? But they also, it, they be people like just saying, I hope she gets raped. I hope she dies. Like, it's like, I don't... Nobody should have to deal with that, but to know that a survivor is having to deal with that is so fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I just, I wonder, is that the price of being a leader and being young? Yeah. I don't, I don't want that shit. It definitely is. But I mean, on top of that, she's also a woman. True. A brown woman. And that is one of the main prices that you pay for being a woman, especially a woman of color, woman of color in the public. Woman of color in powerful position. Kind of sucks. Power only works for white men. (laughs) Yeah, and they just be abusing the shit. Yeah, they do. Did you see that shit? Speaking of how power works, did you see that shit? Um... That little bit with Kathy Griffin. Uh Uh-uh. Dang, I wish I had actually saved it. We got time to find it, nigga. (laughs) Do we? Um, Nay said that she had to park her car in the snow and walk 20 minutes home because Jim and Nick's didn't let them off on time. And by the time they got off, it was already too much snow on the ground. That's why I like, that's why I am, I am strong. Fuck these jobs. Cause they do not give a damn about you. That's why I'm a cat. That's why I'm a socialist. (laughs) I'm big anti-capitalist energy. I think I found it. Or you could tell me if this is it. Oh yeah. Um, that is look, definitely the point it. is it's a male dominated field, which I don't really want to hear your take on. We that. got guests here every day. I'm yeah, sure. okay. That's all right. But you should know your stats though. Um, anyway, working in a male dominated field is something where I deal with that sort of thing every day. So I spend most of my day trying to talk to older white guys and explain I just want to do what I do. And when I went overseas right. to work 
Let's see if there's a longer clip because that one's only 43 seconds. Yeah, one of them is like over a minute or almost two minutes. Did I like it? I hate going through my likes. <laughs> but you gotta see some dark shit. <laughs> I still can't believe it's snow out on the ground. And you got stuck here. That's wild. Right. It was no snow. <laughs> like at like six. <laughs> when I walked out the house, it looked like it was just like a light, like flurry. That shit was sticking. And then literally once I had got to that light at Winchester on the way to fucking Jack's. I was like, oh wow. Because when I pulled up to the window, she was like, oh, it's actually coming down out here. I was like, yeah. She was like, well, you be safe. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you being a badass. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking rebel without a cause. Right. Oh, this was 2019. What? She retweeted it. Apparently somebody else posted it. She retweeted it and said, successful filmmaker being interviewed by men determined to put me in my place. Dot, dot, dot. Again, I have decades of these under my belt. Why did the weather dude have to chime in about sexism in Hollywood? Okay, so. Let me oh, this is only a six. Oh, no, it's not. Get work here. And by the way. And when I went overseas right. to work because I couldn't get work here. And by the way, I still do not have one single day of paid work ahead of me for the rest of my life. Now, you tell me that's not because I'm a 58-year-old female in comedy. Mm. Yeah, take that, guys, who make the decisions. But this movie is doing really well. It's winning awards. I think year old comedians that are working out there. Are you? Name, name five women. Uh, I'm not uh, in the... It's not What is this guy? What's, this, what's with the new guy? Point is, it's a male-dominated field, which I don't really want to hear your take on. We got guests here every day. I'm yeah, okay, that's right. But you should know your stats, though. Um, anyway, working in a male-dominated field is something where I deal with that sort of thing every day. So I spend most of my day trying to talk to older white guys and explain I just want to do what I do. And when I went overseas right. to work, I didn't get work here. Mm. I'm glad she shut them down. Why do people act like Kathy Griffin isn't funny? She's a lot sometimes. She is, but it don't mean she's not funny. She's funny. It's just, you know it, real deal. You know what it is. Is it because she's a redheaded white woman? Because she is not a traditionally beautiful white. She's woman. not traditionally attractive. That's what I was gonna say. But like, ne- neither was Ellen DeGeneres, and people loved her ass. But Ellen approached it from a different standpoint. She wasn't coming off as quote unquote bitchy. She was coming off as quirky. Like, what's a, a better... Like, uh... People hated Roseanne. Before, you know, Roseanne gave us real reasons to hate Roseanne. Mm. Because she was not a traditionally beautiful woman and she was daring to talk to men like the slobs and beasts that we are. <laughs> <laughs> People don't like that shit. Yeah, that's true. Um, same thing with Margaret Cho. You know, Margaret Cho is, is real hit or miss. 
I used to think Margaret Cho was hilarious. She's funny. She, she was one of my favorites at one point. Like, cause then didn't she end up having her own show? Yeah, it was the Cho Show or some shit. Yeah, I used to love that shit. I don't know what happened. I feel like she just kind of fell off. Yeah, she. It, I think it was one of those things where she wasn't going to play certain, certain games or mm-hmm. politics in Hollywood. Which happens a lot with women in Hollywood. Yeah. When Hollywood sees they can't manipulate you. Yeah. I can especially see that for her, too, as an Asian woman. Yeah. Because she already had to play that into all of her shit anyway. That's got to suck. It almost feels like it's almost tokenism. It is. Like, well, I'm a black comedian. Mm -hmm. Like, my blackness is a part of me but I don't do that for the display of white people and if it ever got to that point I don't like if this podcast ever got to where it was like <laughs> Juice and uh, Kim just cooned <laughs> I shut this shit all the way down <laughs> like hell no nah. delete all that shit <laughs> <laughs> look at the coons Look at the coons. <laughs> Always cooning for you. Look at the coons. Reese gets to break open a brand new throat. <laughs> Plush. Got this at Christmas. Turn up. Luxury velvet throw. <laughs> you about to experience the savage life of juice. <laughs> <laughs> Welp. <laughs> this episode is going to be interesting. I know. What happens if <laughs> Juice and Kim get locked in because of the <laughs> snow? They talk about random shit for hours. It's a lock-in. <laughs> I used to hate church lock-ins. I used to love them. Y'all probably used to actually be able to talk to each other. We used to have to pray the whole time <laughs> on some like cult-ass shit. No, we had fun, especially after we got our community life center with the gym and shit yeah there wasn't no community life center at the church I went to we were skating we had pizza cotton candy it was oh, lit 12 year old me is so jealous of you god the sleeping bags definitely had to have the swaggy sleeping bag I had a babysitter's club sleeping bag that is so <laughs> like nineties, early two thousand shit. Oh, shit. Babysitters Club. Yep, that was me. What is like what was some swaggy stuff you had when you were a kid that's like, oh yeah I'm that nigga before you would ever say you were that nigga. <laughs> My mama definitely used to put us in some 
expensive ass winter coats. Like I used to hate them shits with back then. But we had some good winter coats. We had them London fog coats. London fog. Elite. Like she used to always <laughs> talk about them. And I used to be like, what the hell is London fog? Like, what does that even mean? We had them good coats with the hoods, double breasted and shit. When I could still wear shit my dad used to wear, like when he was younger, when I was like in high school, I had all his like old shit that, you know, like your parents keep some old shit in their closet from when they were dope. Yeah. Like he had a London fog, uh, like it wasn't a bomber per se, but it was almost like that. I used to love that jacket. Yeah. I remember I was rocking it one time. This old head was like, yo, what brand is that? I was like, London Fog. He's like, oh, you don't know nothing about that. That London Fog, bro. We always had, I'm not even going to lie. Like, we always had good shit. We always had good coats, like I said, good shoes. My mama kept us in, you know, accessories as little girls. So we, we definitely always had, like, all the matching shit. Like, socks earrings hair bow like everything always matched um whatever was oshkosh brand was the shit yeah them oshkosh overalls when we were real little we had starter jackets see we didn't have we didn't we weren't into we definitely had the little wind suits, you know, the windbreaker suits. Those actually fire. They now. are. They are. <laughs> them, that fucking color block. Man, yeah. I had Mickey Mouse. I had a hot pink one with like purple and white and yellow and like a bunch of different colors on it. Yeah. That shit used to be, I ain't even gonna lie, that shit was lit. <laughs> yeah. In fact, like I remember like growing up being like, man, that shit whack now. I'm like, man, nah, that shit. Yeah, we were clean, clean as fuck. Um, we had starter jackets. We couldn't afford J's, but like, we definitely maximized TJ Maxx and stuff. Mm. So we always had brand name stuff. Just might have been a season or two older. Were we? I don't even think we really got into TJ Maxx until. I really don't remember us going to TJ Maxx and stuff like that until like, well, maybe we did. My sister is the one to put us on game, like everything else in my life. So like, she was like, yo, we go to TJ Maxx and my mom be picking out our shit. Maria go pick out some fly shit. I'm like, yo, so TJ Maxx does have dope ass shit. And then, like, as we got older, she she kind of became, like, a brand whore for a second. Mm. Like, she loved Nautica everything. Yeah. And Tommy everything. Yeah, that's back when the, that, like, Americana style was yeah really popping. That preppy Americana, Nautica, Perry Ellis. Ooh, I used Tommy, to love Perry Ellis. Ralph Lauren came in behind that, like, a couple years later. What else was just super big back during those days? Um Polo Sport. Yeah. Uh, Polo Sport shit is still dope. Old Navy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What was it? It's, some, it's a big one. I can't remember. This is like the pre-Hollister and Aeropostale. 
phase. What was big before that? American Eagle? That was around the same time. I still love American Eagle. American Eagle, Hollister, Aeropostale, Abercrombie. That was all like one big that one was big room. The full of bad bitches. bitches. <laughs> uh yeah, that definitely was the wave. That was uh that was height of teen fashion at the mall. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to love PacSun, too. But I always liked skateboarders, like, shit. Yeah. Um, you know, FUBU, FUBU Sport. Bro, they still be making FUBU Sport shit. I'll be, they be making that shit. Do they? It's be exclusive. And I'll be like, man, it's not expensive or nothing. It's just exclusive. Mm-hmm. Like size wise and stuff. Like, man, I'm trying to be out here. I didn't realize they were still. It, the same shit with cross colors. Mm-hmm. Maybe overcharger cross colors. Uh, yeah. That was a real specific wave. I don't think everybody's is. They, you know, they tried to come back with the woke face. Yeah. Niggas ain't trying to wear Malcolm X on their shirts all the time now. That's <laughs> true. Damn. That was a distinct time. Mm-hmm. I saw a nigga in some Carl Kanai. Uh, Kanai is coming back. It is, but he had like the straight Tupac fit because he had the Carl Kanai uh, sweatshirt. Oh, your eyes lit up. No, bro. <laughs> what? Where, he Where this that nigga? From? <laughs> the over. He had the overalls. He had the uh, the sweatsuit. But like the slightly baggy, mm-hmm. and then he had the feelers on the Tupac feelers. Oh wow! And this nigga had a chain on. He had a uh, no lie. I can't make this shit up. He had a ball head. It's like man, this nigga really tried to be pop. Pop cosplay in twenty twenty one. Where the fuck did this nigga come from? It was at the jail. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> Dead giveaway. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I think I cut out this that uh that part last week when Molly was talking about. I saw this nigga was so fun. And I saw he was in there for mur- uh He was wanted for murder. Them be the ones. I'm such a like. I have such a respectable crush on her. As far as just like the way like she be just talking, yeah, is so fucking funny, yeah. Cause she like it's natural. Like y'all ever get out here and be like, <laughs> she she definitely has that like. It's crazy because I don't think of St. Louis as southern, but it's definitely southern. It's a lot of southern culture. Yeah, St. Louis. Obviously. She sounds like my cousins from Mississippi. Yeah, she has such a twang, but I love it though. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not forced or fake. It's also just the way that she speaks, though, and she knows what she has. She knows a lot. She has a lot of knowledge. Yeah. I think yeah. our last two episodes have been pretty fucking amazing in different ways. For sure, we're I, out here. I was low key nervous about this episode. Yeah, it's like, dang, what? How are we just gonna be us by ourselves <laughs> with nobody else now? Like, how do you come back from two? Dope ass episodes. A snowstorm. <laughs> Everybody's talking about how it's Beyonce's fault too. I mean, 
Queen did come out with Icy Park. You know, I'm not going to deny it. Why is Beyonce so fine? Like, has she been show? She Have been you seen sh- her mama? Yeah. She blood. got that shit from Tina. <laughs> and she said that. Yes. She, she's showing it now. And it's just like, God damn. Like, this year is the year of being, being like, I'm, I'm telling you niggas. And I respect it. I fucks with it. Also, Jay has uh, locks. That's yeah, wild. Freeform. And they're dope as fuck. He is Basquiat as fuck out here. The confidence to rock that at 50. Who gonna clown him? No, I'm just saying. Like, some nigga... Uh, He's another podcast. He was like the confidence to have on your hairline <laughs> to grow freeform locks at fifty one. I ain't got confidence. Like I mean, that. maybe he really knows his genes. Maybe nobody in his family has lost their hairline yet. I don't know, bro. That's I mean, I mean, that is a lot on your hairline. That's weight. It's a lot of weight. And then also it's tension to be. I mean. It's one of those things to where if you grew up and you became a billionaire, could anybody ever tell you shit? Nah. Like, this nigga used to sell crack in the 80s. Yeah. He shot his brother. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell that nigga nothing. He got Beyonce on his arm. Blue Ivy is his daughter. I can't wait to see all the magic and that he she had locks. He just has the whole magical ass family. Goals, man. I don't know why. Why I hate on Jay Z or Beyonce? Just get your swagger up. You have to be seriously unhappy with yourself to hate on people who really don't give a fuck about nobody else. They they literally do them and get off the internet. Like Jay Z don't even be on the internet. No, Beyonce probably don't even be on the internet. She has a presence, but she has a team for that. And then also, it's always an event when Beyonce is on the internet. This is true. Like her videos be swaggy as fuck. Yeah. It's and never just she be basic. Look, she be looking like a fucking goddess. <laughs> it's so effortlessly too. Like it don't never look like she trying too hard. It's just like, here I am. I got dressed up today. It's cause everybody's trying to be Beyonce and then Beyonce is just Beyonce. <laughs> she wakes up as Beyonce. Imagine waking up as Beyonce. She woke up like this. Imagine. You look in the mirror and you just the baddest bitch on the fucking planet. I want everything in that Icy Park drop. That shit is everything. And every it's funny because everybody was clowning it like, why is she dropping this winter shit and it's about to be spring? I'm like, these hoes is still traveling to fucking Aspen and shit. This look at now look at us. (laughs) Look. Now look at us. This year we can never underestimate that gopher (laughs) or Beyonce. That rat or that bitch. <laughs> Two things we must always believe in. The groundhog and Beyonce. Yeah, nah. Um And apparently hoes do so get cold. Swaggy. And the fact that she got Gucci in the campaign, I'm like It's perfect. And then I, saw, I can't not love her. And then I saw people knocking be like, Well, she should have got sweetie. She might shit. You never know. Right. Hey. Every week, every day, it's a new I picture know. or a video. 
And I also think about I started out this year being like, damn, what could Beyonce's titties? <laughs> <laughs> and ever since then, she has been slaying us yeah. on a daily basis. Every day. Every day I see a new picture of a new piece from Icy Park coming out. Yeah. Today we saw Blue Ivy out there in that thing. Didn't know Blue Ivy was a part of the campaign. Blue Ivy knows how to run her clients. And <laughs> the idea that she's the manager behind Beyonce is the funniest thing the internet has ever done. We like, yeah, Blue Ivy don't play. Yeah, no. Nah. Just Get imagine on. having your dad is fucking Jay-Z and your mom is Beyonce. Jesus, the flex. And you didn't have to do nothing but just be born. It's just like, it's the literal lyrics of summertime. Your daddy's rich and your mama's good looking. What is it like being God's favorite? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's Blue Ivy. The sun shines on Blue Ivy daily. Born rich to two amazing artists. What? Icons. Crazy. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.